This is The Playbook. Welcome to Office Hours. I'm Dave Meltzer, and I am here with the performance crew. These guys know performance, and so does our next guest. Our next guest is Ben Newman. He's actually the CTO of Alabama Football. No, I'm just kidding. He is the conditioning performance coach for the Crimson Tide. He is known as the college football and professional football guru uh, of performance. He's an international speaker, um, a best-selling author. But when you meet this guy, he's one of those people that whether you met him on an airport bench or you had a specific appointment somewhere to meet him, I guarantee he's going to change your life. He just has that way of quickly understanding what you need to do to get better, to be better, and to treat people better. Welcome to Office Hours, Ben Newman. Everyone always makes me smile when I get to spend time with you, and I appreciate that kind introduction and excited to be with all of you. Well, man, you bring it. Everybody I meet and everyone before I met Ben told me, you remind me of Ben Newman. I said, oh, poor Ben Newman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, when, but when I met him, I, I, I saw the light in this guy. It was a, a love at first sight, a bromance that will never end. And Ben, you know, you bring the best out in people. You know, some of us are mentors, um, but you're coaching the biggest mentors, the guys who know the X's and O's better than anybody else. The names are ridiculous. I saw you with Mel Tech, Tucker, one of my faves at Michigan State, but with Nick Saban, or Dabo, it doesn't matter who you're with. These people know more about football on their pinky than you and I will ever know, but you know how to bring the most out of not only the coaches, the executives, but the players of the world. What is it that you see that others just can't see to bring the best out of everybody? Well, first off, you know, you keep putting me up on this pedestal. I still have two coaches. I've got about five mentors. Uh, you being one of those individuals that I look up to that helps me sharpen my iron. I'm reading books every day. And in having coaches for me and having mentors and having the blessing of working with high, high performers, coaches, athletes, entrepreneurs, business owners, I just like to listen. And, you know, oftentimes the world we're living in now, it's moving so fast that sometimes it's simple as just being that individual to help somebody slow down to see what their next great opportunity is or the small change that they can make in their daily disciplines that might change the course of their results because they understand their action better or maybe what's been holding them back. So a lot of times it's nothing magical that I do. It's just getting people to slow down and to see things differently to make the right decisions so that their discipline can help them win. Awesome. Awesome. How, how you doing, Ben? Uh, thanks for coming on, man. I, it's very rare um, that I get to talk about myself as a college football player. It's not something that ever comes up, and now it's coming up twice on this show, but it, it makes so much sense for my question to you. You know, I, I, so I played for Lou Holtz in the 90s, also for Gary Barnett at Northwestern and Randy Walker at Northwestern, Bob Davey and Lou Holtz at no Notre Dame. And I, and, um, I look, and you did work with Mel Tucker when he played at, he played at Wisconsin with my brother. All of these yep. people. Not... Mental conditioning, yeah, you know what mental conditioning was to us? Uh, run these 10 100-yard dashes and uh, don't cry. That's mental conditioning, okay? That's our mental conditioning. Who wants to go to the hospital with, you know, puking too much first? Um, you know, uh, bigger picture. You know, the last 25 years, a lot on mental health, 
a lot of things are coming up, and, and obviously Alabama has a mental conditioning coach. These are concepts that you would never have heard of 25 years ago. What's, what's changing in the world to get us to this point? Well, I can share with you one of the, the first lessons that I learned about Coach Saban, and this actually goes back to Michigan State, Dr. Lonnie Rosen, who's a sports psychologist. Dr. Rosen is actually still at Michigan State. When Coach Saban was the football coach there, I was actually a freshman in college at Michigan State. So my work going back to Michigan State is being back at my alma mater now with Coach Tucker. But when Coach Saban was there, he was struggling with a player. And that player resulted in Saban contacting Dr. Rosen and saying, tell me what's wrong with this kid. Like, I'm sending this kid to you, and you fix it. You figure it out. And Dr. Rosen met with the football player, and about a week later, he calls Coach Saban. Coach Saban comes into his office, or he contacts Coach Saban, and Coach Saban says, Dr. Rosen, did you figure it out? Dr. Rosen says, yeah, I, I figured it out, but I need you to come to my office. Coach Saban comes across campus, sits down in Dr. Rosen's office, sits down, crosses his arms, and he says, did you figure it out? And he said, yeah, I figured it out. He says, do you understand that you have to coach every player differently? And Coach Saban kind of paused and looked at him and said, Dr. Rosen, tell me more. And it was in that moment when Coach Saban was taught by Dr. Rosen that every single player is different. You have to understand the players. You have to understand their heart. You have to understand how they think. You have to understand their heart and how they think if they're ever going to take the action that you're asking them to take. And in that moment, that's really when it was birthed. For Coach Saban, the importance of mental conditioning, sports psychology. I'm one of five individuals that does work for the Alabama football program. So that just shows you his belief. And his belief is so strong with Dr. Rosen and what he taught him that even though Dr. Rosen is still at Michigan State, Coach Saban still uses Dr. Rosen to this day. Interesting. Thank you. So, Ben, hi. Uh, Andrew Morris, it's great to talk to you. And I'm just fascinated with the whole idea of sports performance. And you see the diver visualizing on the diving board before they dive. And you know, it's just, it, the whole thing is, is really cool to me. One of the things that, that I think is particularly fascinating is the extremes. So the yips and the zone, right? So <laughs> the yips, right? The yips, the, the field goal kicker that can't make an extra point or the second baseman that Throws it over the first baseman. Steve Sachs. <clears throat> Steve Sachs, exactly. <laughs> I was going to not drop names, but that's who I was thinking of. I'm not a Dodger fan, so I'm not afraid. Or, the truth. Yeah, or, or Michael Jordan, who could close his eyes and throw it in from 50 feet on a certain day and nothing but net, right? The zone. From your experience, kind of, what are some of the things that go into, you know, those two different headspaces and, and what can you learn from that in, in your? as a performance coach outside of, outside of sports? Well, one of, the, one of the important things that you always try to do your very best to do is to help athletes understand that a neutral mindset is the best mindset to perform in. So you don't get too high when you have great results from doing what you're supposed to do, and you don't get too low when the results aren't what you want the results to be when you do the things that you know you need to do. So with the good and the bad, it's remaining neutral. So if you take a football game, a football game is 60 minutes that are played on the clock. But if you really break it down, there's six minutes on offense, there's six minutes on defense. When you break down the total number of plays in a game on offense and defense, it's only about six seconds of play. So it's helping a player realize if you miss an assignment, 
line up and play the next play. Stay neutral and just attack the next six seconds. Mm -hmm. If you make an unbelievable diving catch and now your team's in the red zone, you got to stand up. You didn't score yet. Get inside the huddle, play the next six seconds, stay neutral. So through the ups and the downs, it's encouraging players to understand when you stay neutral, that's how you stay locked in to just play the next play. And it's hard because we're emotional beings. We want to get up. We want to celebrate. We want to do all of these things that actually pull away from our attention to detail or our intentional focus. So it's teaching a neutral mindset or trying our best to do that so that they understand that's where they're going to achieve peak performance and sustain it throughout a football game or a diving competition or a round of golf. And Ben, I want to, before Lacey asks you last question, just give a shout out to Trevor Moad, uh, who went to Occidental College with me, who was my neutrality coach, Warren Moon, Russell Wilson, taught more people about the power of neutral because I was someone that thought getting super excited uh, was positive and being bummed out was negative and didn't understand the power of neutral. So, uh, unfortunately, my friend passed can away. I Can I share something? Sure. Yeah, because I, I, I just I think this is so special because if Coach Tucker has the opportunity to see this, you know, Coach Tucker at Michigan State, the way things happen at life, he worked with Trevor. And there was this gap from when Trevor passed from cancer, which is such a horrible and tragic story, the lives that that man touched. And Coach Tucker was looking for his replacement. And that replacement ended up being me. And it's been a blessing for me to carry on the legacy of Trevor Moat at Michigan State University. And when we developed the next phase of mental conditioning this summer for the football team, uh, we did so in honoring Trevor with all of our work and all of our actions. So I know how much he meant to you. He was incredible. And I think it's important that we always honor those who made a difference in the things that we do. Thank you, man. It's pretty powerful, um, Ben. I'm just listening to you, and I'm thinking about this idea of um, mental like tenacity. And you're talking about neutrality, which I love. Um, but how do you teach players to consistently maintain that when they're off the field or they're not around you? Like, what kinds of things do you give them that somebody listening to you right now could apply into their life to have that mental tenacity to not get tired, to be able to slow down and still be able to perform? in a neutral way? So there's a, a couple of things I, I can't, uh, in the amount of time that we have, teach all of them, but there's breathing your techniques best. that we use. So two of them, uh, Navy SEAL box breathing. It's a cadence of breathing for four seconds in and out and holding your breathing. And anybody can just Google Navy SEAL box breathing, but it's a it's a great breathing technique that teaches somebody that you have 100% control of your mind. So if you're using this breathing technique and you're focusing on counting your breaths, you're actually not thinking about anything else. So it's teaching these athletes and, and people in the business world that I coach, they use this as well, because when you're focused on the breathing, you're not focused on the negativity. You're not focused on the things that are causing stress. And the breathing cadence actually reduces your blood pressure, physiologically proven to reduce your blood pressure. And then to go a little bit deeper, if they're in the locker room getting ready for the game or you're in your office getting ready to walk into the boardroom, there's what's called your emotional trigger. It's a five-step process that helps people connect to their ideal state of focus. It's almost a reminder. Let me connect you back to your best when you've done what you're about to do and reminding them you have control of your mindset you have control of your action. 
So if I'm not with one of the teams that I work with, they can rely on these tools in order to perform in the game. Fantastic. Performance, very important on and off the field, and there's nobody better at teaching and bringing the best out of us in mindset, heart set, and handset than Ben Newman carrying on a legacy of many of my friends, many doctors, and sports psychologists. Ben Newman, a superstar in making superstars. Thank you so much for joining us on Office Hours.